Hello, and welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything that goes on in the world of Power Rangers, uh, mm-hmm. including the TV show, the toys, the licensing, uh, and all mm-hmm. kinds of board game goodness. Uh, <laughs> today is October 10th, and I am your one of your hosts, Joel, and with me, as always, is your other host, Kevin. Yay! <laughs> uh and so we've got kind of not a big episode today, but we've got a couple of things to yeah. talk about. But as always, yeah. before we jump into that, um, we again want to stress, emphasize, ex- underline, ex- put an exclamation point on that we stand with in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, this is <laughs> a important movement that still needs support. Um, there's still so many things going on in this world um, that is devaluing black lives that is not putting them mm-hmm. that is treating them as less than um, we encourage you to help out in any way you can whether that's donating money to bail funds or to the you know the cause of families that have been affected by police brutality and police violence or you know signing petitions going out for uh, marches going out to you know help protests however you are able to help please make sure that you do because you know until all, uh, black lives matters all lives cannot mm-hmm. matter um, exactly. So, with that said, we'll kind of move into the topics for today that we'll be talking about. Um, the first of which is Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Uh, yes. A new episode aired this morning. It was mm-hmm. titled Finders Keepers. Uh, and this is actually the first part of, well, air quotes, the first part of the dino crossover that will be going across in the next few episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what did you think of this episode, Kevin? um okay where to start (laughs) well let's talk about the good overall i had fun watching the episode um i actually got to miss unfortunately the first five minutes of the episode because my app was not working so i had to like download it on my phone and then open it so i actually missed uh snide's return (laughs) um yeah okay yeah you did kind of miss a couple yeah <laughs> yeah so i i read up on a description i read up on ranger wiki like i read an episode description because you know they wrote those up five months ago um but yeah um overall though i thought it was fun it was fun seeing snide back and kind of fighting and going wild mm-hmm. um it was it was interesting it was very interesting to be sure because um you know we're getting a team up movie adapted for the first time in a while um it was great seeing Tyler, Chase, Coda, and Ivan back in the game. And like, it was really nice whenever the Dino Charge Rangers first appeared. And like, Tyler was like, it's about to get wild. And like, it, you could tell they were excited and they were happy to be back. So I think it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It the felt, action was really good. Oh, that, go ahead. Yeah. That felt really nice. Like, once they were on screen, I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's my boys. How are y'all doing? <laughs> yeah. So it was nice. I thought that was really well done. Um, the fights were pretty well done too. Like they used quite a bit of Sentai footage more than I thought they would. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then um, with the original footage fight with Sledge and the others um, against the Dino Charge Rangers, um, it was also really well done too. I'm glad that they gave the Sledge suit a chance to kind of do some more fighting and like get a few things done. I actually did love when Sledge was revived and he like it was literally his last words and he's like, It's a bomb. Um he's like, Oh wait, I'm alive. And it was just it was a kind of a funny moment. Like it was just kinda of like, Oh, okay, Sledge is back again. Again. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so that was the good. Like overall, good episode, um, good pacing, good fight scenes. 
couple things I had to show it was the ending of the episode. It felt because they were pretty much advertising it as like a multi-parter. So that was to be given. Um, and it was filmed as a multi-parter. But then the Dino Charge Rangers leave, despite the fact that they have Keeper staff, for one. And two, the fact that Sledge, Snide, and all of the gang is back. And they know that they're going to come after them. Like, they're going to come after the Energems. So it, um, yeah, it felt weird when they it, all left. Like, I, I thought Keeper was going to stay. And then Keeper left. And yeah, I was like, Keeper noped out. Yeah, it was, it was just very weird. And it felt like they had to put everything back in the box when they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of an issue I had with this whole episode is it felt like the writers put themselves in situations that they didn't need to. Um, like they could have mm-hmm. easily written themselves out of, and that's definitely one of them. And I'm like, cause you're now going to have to explain why the Dino Charge Rangers come back and, you know, all the different manner of things. Whereas I think like keeping them there would have made this a bit cleaner. Um, yeah. My assumption, well, and- my assumption is they didn't want to have all of the Rangers there at once. I guess is maybe what they're trying to avoid, but there were again. It's you're writing this. You can come up with other situations. It could have been a thing of like, oh hey, Shelby and Riley went back to our dimension. They say they need us to come back. You know, can yeah. you handle this? There, there just there yeah. were different ways to phrase it other than like, well, I guess we're gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. Like I could definitely see Tyler being like, wow, a different dimension. I want to go explore. Like I want to see how it's different. But like I could see that um but yeah just given like other team ups like the space team up with lost galaxy where they stayed behind you know before the second part where kendrick sacrificed herself like it it definitely felt off like just to see a ranger nope out like that but you know it's it's interesting because you know they're basically saying like oh hey our main villain that it took us a long time to destroy is back we're just gonna let you handle him okay like it yeah, it just didn't sit right with me. Um, I think had they went ahead and destroyed Sledge, Snide, and like the rest, yeah, then that could have worked. I think that would have been fine. But we know that we have to keep them for the rest of the team up footage. That's why they. That's why they're not destroyed yet. Yeah, um, I, I. It still feels like we could have gotten rid of like a couple of them because it feels real packed right now with them just uh, mm-hmm. reanimating so many of the characters so quickly. Um, I would say that's. Yeah. That's another kind of thing I have in the bad column is it feels like we've already kind of burned through that that item's use. Whereas I feel like maybe if it was like a plot point that they're bringing certain ones back at certain times would have been mm-hmm. a little more interesting, a little stronger. Uh, another thing that we talked about offline was actually what they did with Zoe this episode because it was very yeah. like... So, again, this is another one of those things of I think they made a situation that they didn't need to make. Um, so... Oh, yeah. it, in the course of the episode, uh, like Zoe, essentially her like character plot or her character arc is learning to not do things on her own. Essentially, um, and mm-hmm. one of which is she puts the like compliance collar onto Keeper, mm-hmm. which like I'm fine with from a character perspective of like Zoe doesn't know the last thing they knew before the ship exploded was that oh hey something is on its way there. They assumed it was a villain what I think would have been a cleaner way to do this whole storyline of, Hey Zoe, don't rush in on your own. is like, she already rushes in and causes a ship to explode. That should mm-hmm. be enough. Um, yeah. And, and you could even have like them getting the weapons because of the explosion and the chaos. Like, yeah. That could have been... But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's um, fine. 
it, it's, yeah. it's just it was it's, it was a weird kind of way to write it um, and i think just maybe like a second draft or even just a little more thought into it maybe would have made it a little bit stronger that being said i really did enjoy it um i'm kind of happy that this is a multi-part team mm-hmm. up because mm-hmm. my assumption was it was going to be kind of like dimensions in danger where we were just gonna book it through like an episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm glad we didn't do that either. Yeah, so I'm glad we're getting to spend moments with it. Um, I did feel kind of bad for Chase, though, in the fight against Sledge and the crew, because he had to get his butt whooped by Curio. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, y'all, y'all couldn't give him any other the villain monsters like to fight lose to? <laughs> yeah. But luckily, I mean, they also mentioned that like the reanimizer makes them stronger, so... Yeah. We can, we can write that off as that. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, uh, Sledge and them all teleported without having, like, the Morphex thing, and I was like, isn't that how they teleport in this? Okay, anyhow. <laughs> it's, we can nitpick all day, but it's not <laughs> yeah. day. This is true. This is also the show that in the first season can't remember what the weapons are called, so hey, it is what it is. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see kind of how the other pieces from that movie kind of come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, it'll be exciting. It'll be fun. We'll get to see that. Uh, so we'll kind of going forward. We'll get to we'll talk about those. Uh, so moving on, kind of keeping within the world of the TV show, but also kind of within the licensing. Hasbro recently at a licensing festival um, spoke about the future of Power Rangers um, because it was specifically asked kind of what if there was any news about the reboot of the movie that is supposed to be coming. Um, and Hasbro kind of said, oh, we're essentially we're exploring different options, you know, including animation for Power Rangers. Um, but we're trying to decide what the future of Power Rangers is going to look like, essentially, is what they said. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, what are your thoughts on this, Kevin? I mean, it makes sense. Like Hasbro has, with all of their properties, Transformers, G.I. Joe, My Little Pony, like they consistently look at ways they can deliver experiences to fans you know we look at transformers and the different iterations of transformers that have come out over the past decades mm. also running in conjunction with a comic book and a tv show and a movie um so it makes sense like i i definitely think the movie is still going they're they're obviously going to want to get that movie money and they're going to do it i think they're going to try and do it right um in terms of promotion at least because 2017 was a great movie regardless i'll die on that hill um yeah but I, I don't think people should jump to conclusions just yet about what this means. Hasbro has shown that they are capable and they have the money to do multi-property things. You know, yeah. we've had we've had different things happen. So um, I know one person pointed out on Twitter that like maybe it means that they have a different focus each year. Maybe there's a TV series and then they take a break and we get the movie and then they take a break and we get an animated series. Um, I think whatever happens is going to happen and we'll just see where it goes. Um, well, they... You know, I, I think that this just opens up possibilities. It's, you know, mm-hmm. right now, you know, we knew about a movie potentially, we know about the TV show, but the idea that they're exploring other options, including animation, just opens the doors to more Power Ranger stuff. Uh, it does. It does. And I, I think, and we've talked about this before offline and on the podcast, you know, Power Rangers, and especially in the last couple of years, has really started growing and evolving beyond the realm of the TV show and the toy line with the comics with heroes of the grid with um the fight the video games now with a new um tabletop rpg coming like there's there's a lot there um power rangers is more than just a tv show yeah and i think fans 
fans have to be ready to accept that. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be kind of, you know, we won't get to see really the fruits of this until we get another year or two into this. I mean, and technically, mm-hmm. as far as a TV show, we technically haven't seen a full Hasbro season yet. Um, you know, Dino Fury will technically be the first one with no, you know, Bandai holdovers at all. So, you know, mm-hmm. kind of it'll be interesting to see what it looks like once we get to Dino Fury. Um, but with that said, moving on into product news. Um, so there haven't been any new Lightning Collection leaks. We've actually gone another week without Lightning Collection leaks. Uh, mm. But we had figures from Reaction get leaked. Um, if you've never seen these before, you probably haven't didn't realize it. But Reaction are the kind of old school figures and they have them for all kinds of brands at this point um they're going to do a line of them for power rangers and the figures include the green ranger red ranger putty patroller pudgy pig rita repulsa and a megazord Mm -hmm. um so i kind of want to wait and see what these look like in person but the one that intrigued me the most was actually the megazord um yeah because i like on the design of it the you actually see the rangers sitting in the cockpit of the chest um Mm -hmm. so I kind of want to see what that looks like in actual product. Um, yeah. That's the one I think I might actually be interested in getting just from like a collectible piece and having that as displayed. I think that'd be a really nice one. Um, so, but yeah, this is if you're a figure collector, this is another one that you can add to your collection. And I mean, uh, how often do we get Rita stuff and Putty stuff? So right. I, I think that's kind of exciting. Uh, what about mm-hmm. what do you think about that? I mean, it took me a moment to even know what reaction was. I was like, oh, is this something new Hasbro's doing? But then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, I've seen these in like hobby stores and stuff like that. Um, yeah, they're those old school looking figures. Yeah, pretty much. like the old like Star Wars Kenner toys and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's it's not for me. I probably will not be going after these, to be honest. Um, so you know what? More power to everybody that gets them. I hope you enjoy them. And yeah. So. Yeah. Just more it's stuff just to put on the walls. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it's not for me ultimately. Like I, I think it's great to see um Power Rangers kind of join that pantheon because those are usually reserved for like iconic franchises. Um so I think it'll be fun. It'll be good for people that want that. And yeah, so I don't really have too much to say about it, to be honest. I'm just kinda like meh. you know, to quote to quote a certain fracker. Meh. Yeah. It's it's not like the most exciting thing, but I, I definitely I think it's kind of cool. That yeah, yeah, it so. is. Yeah, I, and I agree on that too. I, I do think it's cool. Um, I just, yeah, not. I'm happy to see more Power Ranger product coming out. It's just kind of like those like play school heroes and stuff like that. Like, yeah, not for me, but I'm, I hope that whoever gets them enjoys them. Yeah. So there's one thing we did forget. Uh, so I'm gonna kind of segue to this, and this will be the last thing before we move on to like the big topic of the yeah. episode. Uh, so there was. In the comics world, a cover for uh, yeah. Draken New Dawn number three was released. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a retailer specialty cover, um, but uh, it has some new forms for a bunch of characters that we were not aware of um, and apparently do play a part in the story. Uh, so <laughs> if you've not seen it, um, we don't want to spoil or anything, but like essentially a new team will be... Re- uh, be appearing in the comic called the shattered apparently and mm-hmm. there was some hubbub within the kind of power interest community about these um you and i saw the cover you and i were kind of shocked when we first saw it what do you think of the the cover itself so 
I know some people kind of had a moment where they freaked out and they were like, these aren't Power Rangers. And yeah. This is and this is all this. They've not said they're Power Rangers necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't even know I what it is, <laughs> technically. Yeah, we, don't know what it is. we don't know anything. Honestly, even I would say hold a grain of salt until, we, I mean, see what happens, but it could even be like a stylistic thing. Like they're in the middle of transforming. Um, they definitely feel like more mad max esque like you know steampunk alternate earth type thing like into the world uh, um you know the vibe i got um what have you been following dc comics what they've been doing lately as far as their events like, with dark, like the dark knight metal stuff yes that that yeah. is the whole vibe i get from yeah. all of that um yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it's i don't know what to expect i don't know what to see i think i'm gonna wait and hold off yeah um i do think that it doesn't surprise me if we're going to start building to see more Drakenverse stuff because, yeah. I mean, that's such a big part of the comic's identity is the Dragon world and everything that's involved in that always goes back to him. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens and what that could make of it. Yeah, and I definitely that's kind of where I'm kind of reserved on it is that, you know, I want, to, I want to wait and see. I want to see what the story reason, if this actually even really is a big part of it or if this isn't mm-hmm. just a weird cover. Um but for those that are like, oh, this isn't Power Rangers, this doesn't feel like Power Rangers, they don't look like Power Rangers, well, like, one, this is a, you know, miniseries book offshoot of the main series. If you want Power Rangers, there's two main books that have those with two sets of teams. <laughs> like, you can get that. Like, I think it's fine for one Power Ranger property that is a mm-hmm. small miniseries to deviate. Um, so... That's kind of all I wanted to get to in bringing it up is if you're yeah. complaining, there's two other books. Go there. <laughs> yeah. And that's all Maybe. I'm going to say on that. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. So with that said, we're going to move into the big topic for today. Uh, Renegade uh, Game Studio. There is all kinds of news and all kinds of things to talk about. Um, yep. Me and Kevin actually took part in a certain demo of a new game that's coming out. So mm-hmm. we'll start with that. Uh, so Power Rangers getting a deck building game. Um, so we've talked yeah. about this in the last couple of uh, episodes, but we actually got to do a hands-on demo. Uh, Kevin and I were in the same group. Um, and mm-hmm. We got to play a round of the deck building game. Uh, so you want to take it away kevin (laughs) yeah so um let's talk about it let's see how things went um so we did uh have some pretty fun opportunities i think um with playing this deck builder so it's pretty much it definitely it it feels realized it feels like it's you know they've got the base core gameplay down and of course with any demos things are subject to change mechanics could change like they companies do demos so that you can see like they, they can get feedback from real time from players. We had someone from Renegade actually asking us how we felt about things as we were playing. Um, not too much, but some. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much a standard deck building game, similar to games like Ascension or the um, DC deck building games, um, where you have to, you have resources, you spend the resources to get um, characters or weapons or items, and then you use that all together to keep kind of that cycle of buy resources or use resources to buy items or characters and then use those to win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the general vibe is going to be that it is a heroes versus villain game. So you will actually be able to play as some iconic heroes and villains from the Mighty Morphin era. Um, I know 
one thing I was a little surprised at, but maybe it might be coming later, is that it does foc it focuses extremely heavily on Mighty Morphin. So in our playthrough, we did not see anything from Zeo and beyond, um, which is fine. But it seems like there's a bit of a focus more so on season one, um, and yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely it can be a long game depending on how you play it. Um, we played for about three hours almost. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it definitely, it, it scratches that deck building itch if you are into deck builders. Um, I love a good deck building game. I always find them really enjoyable because it gives you the fun of a collectible card game without having to buy booster packs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to play as Jason, uh, so I got to be a ranger. Uh, Joel, who, what did you get to play as? I was Scorpina on the villain side. Um, yes. And so... Uh, I mean, I think a lot of what took up time in our playthrough and what made us yeah. balloon out to three hours is we were doing it through a uh, virtual kind of simulation on Tabletopia. Um, and so there was a lot of like learning curve of one, having to learn how to navigate that space and then having to learn like how to move around and look at all the different cards. Um, and it was a lot of bouncing around in that regard. But that being said, I did find, I think what I think will be better is once once you one have the physical cards in front of you and you're able to see everything, you'll be able to make decisions faster. Mm -hmm. Um, and also I think like it'll just make the game like the the flow of play a lot faster because uh, yeah. I think that's where we kept getting like really slowed down. Yeah, because we were all we all like the four of us that played have never played it before. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely. I, I think it has a lot of potential. It definitely feels like they took Heroes of the Grid and made a card game out of it, in a way. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I like that it does differently, and granted, the only deck builder I've really played is a game called Ascension, uh, which is fairly similar, um, but you don't have individual characters you play as. Um, so in this game, you can actually pick to say, I'm Jason, I'm Zach, I'm Trini, I'm Billy, Rita, I'm Rito, I'm Goldar, whoever. Um, and depending on who you play can actually depend on your play style. Um, I know some, some deck builders like Ascension, like they do more of like kind of like a magic, the gathering type thing where your color that you pick, like if you pick red cards, you're going to play more of those and like that, that dictates your play style. But with, and what I think makes it a good accessible game is the fact that with the characters, you have a starting point where you say, okay, so for example, I played with Jason. Jason's gimmick is being a leader. And so he has bonuses if you have more heroes in your deck so the idea is really to make sure that you equip heroes as much as you can um or play heroes so i think that makes it accessible for people that maybe haven't ever played a deck builder before and it also gives you a chance to really learn and say okay here's what i need to grab here's what i need to develop so yeah um i think like the thing that i kind of got lost in while playing was i wasn't sure where to focus and yeah. I think that's where I kind of, like, it wasn't until we were, like, halfway through the game that I understood, like, oh, this is what I should be doing, this is what I should be building up to, and I think that was kind of where I got lost in a lot of things. Um, but, I mean, that that's, I think, a combination of not only uh, it being a demo of the game, but it also being a virtual one, because it's hard to see, I think, the big picture of what I'm looking at when mm -hmm. you're clicking around a screen. Um, that being said, I really did enjoy it, and I think towards the end, um, especially like watching, you know, so 
Full disclosure, the villains <laughs> lost. The Power Rangers yes, won. <laughs> and Jason led them to victory. <laughs> yes. Uh, so getting to kind of see that side, I think, once I can kind of see the combos y'all were setting up, that's when I was like, yeah. okay, now I'm kind of understanding. Um, and yeah. I, think, I think the next time I play, I'll have a better grip on what I should be doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that was probably the most exciting part for me. So as I was playing it, like the first half of the game, I was pretty much like, okay, I'm trying to re get reacquainted with a deck building game because I haven't played a deck builder in a while. Um, but then, like, once I realized what Jason can do and, like, the potential, and then once my teammate kind of set a few things up, I was like, oh, oh, I can do this. Yeah, I can totally make this work. And so once I got, like, the cards I needed, it then became a matter of a waiting game <laughs> because then I had to wait for the right cards to be in my hand at the right time. Yeah. But once it did, like, it was like... It was like in Uno when you're like, you know, draw four, reverse, skip, revert, you know, like that kind of thing when that happens. Yeah. Um, it felt like that. And like, I, I was trying to kind of play it cool because I didn't want to be like, to be blunt, an asshole. Um, but I was like jumping up and down in my seat once I realized the combo I had set up. And once I got it going, I was like, yeah. 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 I was just like, <laughs> well, and at that point, I was just like, please mercifully put us out of our misery. Like, oh, yeah, no, I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, we're ending things. Like, we're ending this right now. <laughs> I was, I, it just, um, that being said, like, I'm excited to get this in hand and get to play with it in person. Because um, I think it'll be, like I said, it'll be, it'll be an easier time. I think it'll be a really fun time. What I'm mm -hmm. curious about, um, so you've played the DC one before, right? That has expansions. I have not. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said you had. Um, no, so, I just knew of it. Yeah, so I'm curious how expansions will work with it. Um, if they'll even do them, um, because I'm curious how you would oh, get, would. I'm curious how you get other rangers in and how that would affect things. Yeah. Um, I pretty much think they will. I think it's a given, um, given just how many heroes are out there. Um, I think we'll see villains too. I, I could definitely see some fun stuff happening there. Um, yeah, I, I, the easiest way I could see it would be that you get the hero to join and then like they add an extra card or two like yeah but there are also deck games like DC and Ascension Ascension has done a lot of expansions over the years like it's one of the biggest deck builder games out there actually okay. um yeah it's it's really fun I recommend it um but they've done a ton of ex they've, they've done a ton of expansions too so I'm sure there's a way to make it work organically yeah so yeah I just I'll be kind of curious what how it develops um but yeah once we get on hand I'd like to play it again and just kind of learn from it so, yeah it just I think I was a little overwhelmed as well uh, yeah. so yeah but it was a lot of fun I'm really glad we got to demo it I kind of got to get a hands-on approach um, um so if you are out there wanting to do a demo of this um Hasbro will actually be doing it as part of the Morphin Meet later this month um, will, yes. so if you keep an eye out for slots during that you could definitely join um even during ours they were taking wait lists um so definitely if you're interested in trying a game out definitely jump in on it um i mean yeah. it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to try to jump in and do it again with them and see if we can maybe get a quicker round this time yeah i, I thought about that i might um we'll see we'll see yeah <laughs> just, just during that weekend why not i mean they're doing a yeah. whole power ranger thing so it'd be fun but like you know any final thoughts on the deck building game i think they've got some great foundation there and i given how well heroes of the grid has been doing and given how popular and evergreen mighty morphin power rangers is mm -hmm. 
I could see this game becoming a pretty big hit, especially because it'll more than likely have an easier entry point in terms yeah. of cost and also in setup than Heroes of the Grid does. Because Heroes of the Grid is a fantastic game. Buy it now. Go to your local comic shop. Pick it up. Um, can I have my money, Renegade? Um, but, <laughs> but in all seriousness, like, I think I could see this game definitely going into like a 40 to 50 to $60 price range and be effectively able to bring in people that maybe want to play tabletop games but aren't interested. So yeah. definitely, I could see that for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be good. All right. Uh, so kind of with that, um, the other big thing uh, Renegade announced this week that Eliza T will be joining Renegade Games as the senior producer of RPGs. Um, so what this means is she will actually be spearheading the development of the RPGs that uh, will be going into market from the Hasbro properties. Uh, mm-hmm. First of which is Power Rangers. Um, So in an interview with Elisa T uh, this past week, uh, as part of the Renegade virtual convention, um, she talked about the RPG and like they teased the fact that it will be coming out at like the first half of 2021. Um, And Elisa announced the team of writers that she will be having. So she herself will be writing as part of it, um, along with Brian C.P. Steele who is a writer, game designer, and miniature artist, and also TJ Storm, who is a writer and actor. Um, most famously as an actor, he was the motion capture for Colossus in the Deadpool movies, and mm-hmm. he was motion capture for Godzilla in the King of Monsters movie. Nice. So um, he's actually the one I recognize because he was on a critical role one shot one time, and he, he's very into D&D, and you can tell. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of see... Um, she kept talking about the fact that they were kind of like definitely helping with the lore building side of the RPG. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I believe they also put out a call during the interview that they were looking for other writers so people can actually submit if you're interested in potentially trying to work for Renegade in that capacity. So, they're in full swing. They've started working on it. Uh, you know, we'll have the RPG within the next year. So, I'm kind of excited to see what that looks like. Um, mm-hmm. They did mention that for the Hasbro properties, um, that all of the RPGs will be kind of consistent and streamlined. Um, they didn't say that this would necessarily mean they'd be able to cross over. Like, that wasn't what their intention was. It was more the idea that you could take one, um, learn the Power Ranger one, and like take what you know from that and easily be able to pick up the Transformers one, or a My Little Pony one, or a G.I. Joe one. Um, so... Mm-hmm seems like they're going to try to kind of build a similar system within each so that there is kind of the ability to potentially cross them over but mostly there's an ease of play if you move from one property to another mm-hmm. um, so lots of exciting things going on there um with that said that's kind of it for news from renegade um they're doing another panel tonight um my understanding is that we may not see Power Ranger announcements at this, that most mm-hmm. of them are actually going to be saved for the Morphin meet in two weeks. Yeah, that um, makes the most sense. Yeah, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we get teases, um, but that's kind of it for news from them for now. Uh, before we move on, though, I do want to kind of give shout-outs to other things going on with Renegade Games. So for the Rise of the Psycho Ranger Kickstarter, um, there has been a delay in shipping, uh, the boats should arrive to their different destinations like within the next week. Um, mm-hmm. But that they still have to go through customs and other things like that. Because of yeah. the 
high volumes of shit that's going on right now because we're you know prepping for holiday shopping and different holiday uh, retail. Um, it may be a little bit before we actually they're actually able to send them out for fulfillment. So right now they're putting an ETA up early November. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Like I'm not mad at Renegade. Like, oh yeah. Especially dealing with things on boats, it takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, and it's gonna come when it's gonna come. So yeah. And there's and there's still plenty that we'll be able to play until then. So you know. Yeah. Just keep an eye out if you've been anticipating that. It, it's now gonna look like it's gonna be early November before we get those. Um, and also, as a reminder, this Tuesday, October 13th, is when the pre-orders for all of the new expansions for uh, Heroes of the Grid will be going up. So mm-hmm. if you've been wanting to, to purchase those, um, those will go live on October 13th. Yep. Yep, yep. So, with that said, that's going to be it for this week. Um mm-hmm. Before we close out, I do want to let you guys know that we actually won't have an episode next week. Um mm-hmm. We'll be taking one week off, and then we'll be back the following week. So if you go to look for us, we won't be there next week, unfortunately. Uh, Mm -hmm. But we'll be back within the Morphin Grid to get you all the news about Power Rangers. Uh, Yeah, it'll be a super soft episode. Exactly, (laughs) because, you know, all kinds of things will probably drop by then. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, So if you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up on social media at MayThePowerPod. Or if you want to send us comments, suggestions, questions, topic ideas, discussion points, feel free to send us an email at maythepowerpod at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to me, Joel, you can find me on social media at thespispunk. What about Mm -hmm. you, Kevin? They can find me, as always, on bridgent t3. All right. And so that's going to wrap up our show for today. We thank you for listening. We're really happy to all the listeners that have, you know, continued to follow Mm us. Um, And as always, may may the the power power protect protect you. you.